love meeting a new customer. Come on in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Bob's Tavern Cast, the show that's all about Hearthstone Battlegrounds, live from Bob's Tavern. I am your bartender, Jay. I'm your bartender, Don. And we have an awesome guest bartender with us today. He is a patron. He is a streamer. He is the second fastest Wave Race 64 player that I know, apparently. Uh, the one, the only, Dr. Fish. Dr. Fish, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. In fact, let's all catch up with each other uh, after we pour a drink and toast to our patrons. Yes, I toast to the patrons of the tavern who support our adventures <laughs> and drink our mead. So, Fish, why don't you tell everybody, uh, tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself. Uh, how'd you get into Hearthstone? What do you like about Battlegrounds? And uh, what do you do outside of all that? Okay, so... I got into Hearthstone pre-Curse of Nax Ramus expansion, so I've been around for a very long time. Um, I was looking for a card game, because I grew up playing games like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. Um, and so I found out, I was like, okay, free-to-play card game. And it looks fun. Uh, let's give it a shot. I was playing mainly League of Legends at that time. So I needed something that wasn't quite as intense. Um, so there's kind of where I started in Hearthstone. Um, I love Battlegrounds because even before Battlegrounds existed, I was playing auto battler games, um, oh, Dota Underlords. Um, and even before then, I played a little bit of the original auto chess. Um, so I think auto battler games are awesome, really keeps the brain moving and tests you. And I just have enjoyed it a lot. Um, and so for what I do kind of outside of Hearthstone is I also com- I also do speedrunning, um, play video games as fast as I can, and as Jay said, I am the second-ranked Wave Race player in the world, for Wave Race 64 anyways. Yeah, that's a bit about me. Uh, how is your uh, battle for Bikini Bottom going? Uh, I have not touched that for a while, um, but it was going well last time I played. Well, what about you, Don? How have uh, how's your week been? It's been a long one. <laughs> yeah, it's been a really long week. Um, it's been there's been a lot going on at work, and I've been working some really long hours. So I actually ended up uh, having to cancel all of my streams this week so that I can work. And then over this weekend, I have some IRL things I'm taking care of. So just unfortunately not able to stream. Um, but there has been some good news. It was kind of revealed and announced. Um, I am also now a host for the Doctor Three Hearthstone podcast, uh, along with Daring Alkaline and Major Death. And on that show, we talk about standard standard ladders. So, yeah, I'm really excited to uh, be part of that and talk about standard because that is primarily what I do. So, uh, yeah, so that's been good. What about How you? How did I miss this? <laughs> it's been a long <laughs> like, week. Yeah, it's been it, a long week. It really week. has been a long week. Like <laughs> usually like I kind of have an idea. I completely missed that. I was actually looking cuz I remember you you tweeted like big news coming up and I was like, "Oh, what's this big news?" <laughs> and I haven't I hadn't seen anything, but I mean, I've I'm like you. I've been out of it. I'm wrapping up 
recording interviews for the other show that I do, Productivity in Tech, and I have seven interviews in the next like week and a half. And a few of those are doubled up on days. So it's like at the end of the day, it's just record, record, go to bed, record, record, go to bed. And it's also a thousand degrees here. There are wildfires north of us. So we're getting the excess heat off that. We're getting the just California, why do you hate us so much heat of summertime. And yeah, so it has been busy. Plus I'm getting ready for this new job. So now I'm I'm just like all over the place, but I've been playing a lot of standard and like, and like very little, not very little battlegrounds. I will say I've played less battlegrounds. I've been winning more at battlegrounds, which is great. So I might have to roll back all of my, uh, free to play issues cause I'm winning, but we're going to talk about why it's a little bit easier for those that are free to play because there was a patch that came out. It was announced literally like 20 minutes after our show last week published that there was going to be some changes. And yeah, that's never fun. Uh, so in this patch, a lot of things happened, but the biggest of them all is they've answered the call. Hashtag, but what about Megasaur? They gone. It's it's over. The the world pa- oh never mind. I was gonna say the world pandemic of Megasaur is over, and I realized that's <laughs> probably not in good taste. Uh, but how does everyone feel about Megasaur finally being gone from the battlegrounds? Called it. That's all I gotta say. Be gone. We are happy. And once again, just rejoice in that yes. our game has been saved yes. from the gurgling menace that is Murlocs. And another one that's gone is Arcane Cannon, which was this a problem? Because I mean, I told everyone it was bait from day one. And it seems like no one wanted to listen to me, so they picked it anyway. And they were like, oh, this is so bad. Like, it's just bait. It needs to be removed from the game. Is that the conversation that we're hearing from Blizzard? Um, so I watched, I didn't watch everybody's patch note stuff. I watched Nicolina's video and she, and the sentiment she expressed was that with Arcane Cannon, that it was able to deal a lot of early game damage. And that was definitely a bit of a problem. So it, pro- it set pro- at least semi- contributed to the very fast meta was canon being around. But I mean, at the same time, it was, it's not that strong of a card. Like it falls off in game. Definitely. Like, I feel like, I feel like that's what you want. You want cards that are going to be like, okay, this is stupid strong, but then it hits a, like a brick wall. It's almost like the beast. Like, the beast should not be in battlegrounds. No. However, there are like two or three rounds where you can get away with playing it. And while it's there, it actually does some some good. Uh it's just the risk versus reward is kind of really, really high. Which to me, that's the same thing with Arcane Cannon. Yeah. It had a really high reward ceiling, but at the same time, so many times did my cannons get sniped. And once my cannons got sniped, you're just like, well, 
this sucks. And that leads me to think that I think this was more of a feels bad move, like a feels bad fix than a two OP needs to be like reconfigured fix. And and it could be, it could also be partly that, I mean, at least from my perspective, we have something similar with soul juggler, but this is something that like everybody would take every composition could use and it just kind of made things feel a little too samey sometimes. Uh, in addition to, yeah, kind of the feels bad of getting demolished early game or just completely demolishing, you know, other boards just way too early. And I think, I think they're trying to get away from that in terms of like, we've already kind of seen that with how they are um, coming out with these heroes and the changes they're making with heroes. So I think that instead of trying to make a change to canon, they decided to just, we're just going to remove it and go a different direction. Yeah, I agree about that. I I definitely think that it would play more towards, it's very similar to Soul Juggler. And um, yeah, like Jay said, if, if you play canon and you have, and say like, you have your swash, your um, well, the one tier one, two, one, that spawns the extra. Yeah, Swashbuckler, I think it is, or something it was like Dex that. Swabby, wasn't it? No, Dex Swabby's the one that lowers our tavern tier. I think it's Swashbuckler, Swashburglar, something like that. Um, it definitely worked with that card, but I mean, if it got even, if you're playing that and it gets sniped because your opponent goes first. Like, it feels really bad, and if it works, it works really well, so I, I don't know. I'm I'm okay with it going away. I think it going away is fine. Yeah. Um, I just I just felt like there were so many people that were talking about how, like, good it was, and I was like, but it wasn't. It wasn't that yeah. good. Like, it was okay, but it wasn't... It wasn't bad, but it wasn't, like, the best card ever yeah. and needed to be addressed immediately. And and I mean one of the things that they did do later and we'll talk about it a little bit more in detail later is like they moved rat pack up. And in my mind like Canon was good with rat pack because you had you kept the probability of your cannon being sniped down to a minimum because you would as your board started to thin out you just refilled it. And that was what made Cannon strong was when it was like, okay, maybe it's going to get a, a hit or two in and then go away. And instead you wind up hitting like six, seven times and you're just like, okay, this is kind of stupid. Which yeah. Don, you mentioned earlier, you were talking about soul juggler. Do you remember when soul juggler used like a golden soul juggler used to just hit like for six instead of hitting for three twice? I kind of miss those days now. <laughs> I know that we're on record for being like, yeah, no, if they want Soul Juggler to be good, they need to have it like do three damage twice and hit, you know, multiple targets. I think that was in a in a era where like demons, like token demon wasn't really a thing. And if it was, it was like it was like they were trying to make it a thing, but it wasn't powerful enough. Do we feel like with Arcane or with Arcane Cannon gone, like is Soul Juggler kind of the last token-based strategy that exists? I don't know about that. I mean, maybe, but I, I don't know. In, in terms of removing canon, I'm also wondering if it's another, like, preemptive 
thing. I, 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 I am curious if they're kind of trying to make a little bit more preemptive things in preparation for what they have coming. And I think we've seen that in standard before where they've like hall of famed or nerfed certain cards and people were like, Oh, why did they do that? You know, that's not the problem. That didn't make any sense. And then later down the line when like when the next expansion or whatever came out or they announced the next kind of big change, it's like, Oh, that's why they did that. And I, I am curious to see if there's something like that in the works that's going to be the case for also why they just decided to remove canon. That reminds me a lot of the sentiment that they had with not Hall of Faming Edwin Van Cleef this past year where they were like, there are areas where other cards are more problematic for what we want to do in the future than the clear and obvious problem now of like, hyper boosting like one car really high. Like, I mean, that's the thing that I've always, and I mean, I know this isn't a standard podcast. You have a show now that does that, but the, the general idea for me with Edwin that made it not a problem was like, there were so many cards that just took care of it. Like I didn't want to play a big Edwin against priest because priest has like 17 cards that kill it. Like I didn't want to play it against Hunter because Hunter had, you know, whatever there, I forgot what it's called. Like something shot. Oh, deadly um, shot. Deadly like, shot. <laughs> yeah, like there's so many simple ways that like if if you are paying attention, you can tell what your opponent is trying to do and you can just set up your board so that it's like, all right, I know what you're trying to do. I'm going to stop it before it's a problem. And that's the thing about Battlegrounds. I felt like that was the same thing with Cannon was like you could set it up. So like the easiest way to stop Cannon is to put something really weak up front so that whenever the first thing hit it, it didn't die. And then you're just like, oh, well, now you just have this weak stuff on your board that is going to get melted away as long as you don't kill whatever was in front of cannon. And to me, that's why I'm thinking honestly that it was like, there's just so many opportunities for it to backfire and just feel really, really bad. Whereas with Soul Juggler, the only way you can really get your soul juggler sniped is if like a good a good bomb turn or you have um zip slywick you know do the job for you and there are ways that you can protect against that too so i mean especially with some of the changes that came to heroes and boy lich king like that's why but we'll we'll get into that in a little bit more but i i do think that i do think that arcane cannon i mean it leaving i don't I agree that I think it's in preparation for something that could have made it a problem. But I also think that there were other cards that needed to be addressed more. And one of them got addressed, which was Megasaur. Thank God it's gone. But that does lead me to believe, and we'll have to talk about this later on after we're done with all the other updates, but what cards are still a problem? But that's for another time. Let's jump into the next big change. The thing that everyone knew was happening. Uh, Yodora, <laughs> your pirate, got you nerfed. So um, all they did was revert it back to five digs. What, what do we think about this? What do we think about the five dig Yodora? Um, I don't know. I, I think it's probably fine. I think I just would have liked to see something different because we've already had it at five. But... <laughs> 
that's just, I, I don't it's not a problem i guess to just set it back to five digs how come i can't remember eudora being five digs i have no clue but because no one because no one ever played it when it was five digs okay it must they must have really changed it pretty fast or i just was not playing battlegrounds at the time but i i don't mind the change i think it's i mean if they're if they're reverting it it's still placing high but it's not obviously placing as high as it was which is nice that this honestly helps the rest of the field be able to be playable in some scenarios where people don't want to pick Eudora as much. I think that's the thing is it wasn't necessarily, well, the win rate was a problem, but I think the pick rate was the bigger problem. Yeah. That was like when Tyrion was in the game. Like it wasn't necessarily that Tyrion was a strong hero. It was that, Tyrion was an obviously strong hero, and you were stupid if you didn't pick Tyrion. Like, Tyrion over everything. And it was the same thing with Eudora, where it was like, you can play... I've literally missed turns with Eudora, and, like, still gotten top four. Wow. Which doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense. Like, my daughter was, like, throwing a fit, and I literally had to AFK for, like, a turn and a half, and it was just like... I come back and it's like, oh, nothing happened. Okay, well, let's level up and keep on moving. <laughs> like, it should, it, yeah, like, it, that shouldn't happen in most cases. I mean, it was good for me at the time, but I, I feel like this change, I'm hoping that this is in preparation for something else because I feel like if we're just reverting back to normal, that's not really exciting. Like, and I know that not every change needs to be like the biggest change in the history of, of Hearthstone Battlegrounds, but I felt like they had a lot of room to play with Eudora and they chose not to. Like, I think maybe it was just because they had so many other changes that they wanted to make that it didn't make sense to like also try to rebalance a hero where they could just be like, yeah, let's just set it back and then we'll come back to it later. I'm kind of hoping that that's the case because I personally think that some of the suggestions that we made for the last the last episode were good suggestions and they could have been played with more. Not saying that we have the best answers, but I mean, we came up with like three really good suggestions, like in the span of a couple of hours. So I feel like if that's the case, them being able to sit down in a huddle and like talk about it, they could have came up with some really unique and creative things having like this being the thing that they do. Um, That said, there were a lot of hero changes. So I'm going to jump to the next one. Reno Jackson. I don't know what they're thinking. We've, we've had this conversation. Stop making things free blizzard. Um, (laughs) Reno's hero power has now been reduced from two gold to zero. Wasn't it like four gold at one point? It was three was three and then it dropped it to two yeah they skipped one they're just like whatever yeah whatever blow it we don't care (laughs) i i don't know i mean i have one game where arena bought wrath weaver on the first one and instantly flipped it to gold and i don't i and they just barely lost health the whole game because they were playing demons and as if you're wrath weaver's getting plus four plus four for every demon then that's bad and that showed that's that's maybe more outlier because if you do that and it just doesn't work 
well, you wasted your hero power. But I don't know. I think I don't think there's. I think zero. I don't think there's costs, ever a world where that doesn't work, though. True. I think that zero cost anything, whether it's battlegrounds or standard, is very dangerous to play with. Um. So maybe making it one instead of two might have been a one instead of zero might have been a better change. I don't know. I thought Reno was in an okay enough spot after Eudora's nerf. But maybe, but now he's in a really good spot. Because now you can just flip, make a gold, and keep playing. Like, without losing gold for it. Like, if that's a free Baron, that's a free Golden Rivendare, free Golden Brand, free super strong swing card for free. Yeah, it's... Pretty interesting going because I mean it jumped from two to zero. I mean, so like it didn't just change by one, which I feel like is what everything else has done. It jumped by two, and I don't know if they're just trying to to really jump Reno up in the you know how people are playing it or how often people are playing it or I I don't know. It feels very interesting. Um, I I still don't know how good reno is honestly i think it's he still feels like one of those heroes where because it's only once per game you still just have to like hit you have to hit the right minion at the right time and it's kind of difficult to figure out when and what that minion is or should be so i'm not sure if everyone's still playing him correctly even if it uh with it being zero I think that the game plan was let's make people burn this hero power as fast as possible. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that was the game plan. It was like, yeah. if you don't have golden Baron Rivendares running around because you have golden, you know, Kaboom bots and, you know, all those other things like golden Cat that Gar. makes. Yeah, Golden Cadgar, that makes the game a lot more interesting. Yeah, I And I, I think that's a good thing, too. Like, I, I think that it needed... You don't want to just sit on your hero power because you're going to feel like it hasn't done anything for you the entire game, whereas sometimes that early advantage... Like, my one of my first places this week was with Reno, and... I got a Kaboom bot. I immediately made it golden. And then I grabbed a Macaw and was like, let's go to town. Like when, when you're at three and you've got a golden Kaboom bot and a Macaw, you're like, all right, well I win for the next seven rounds. Like let's, let's just do this. And then that allows you to jump the game fat, you know, to progress in the game, to race for that Baron Rivendare. It allows you to go and like go reach for other cards that you wouldn't normally have to wait on. You know, because you're trying to get a golden Kaboom bot or a golden Macaw or something like that. So for me, it's like Reno, they want the value of Reno to be given as early as possible. And I think this does that, which is really good. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I agree with Don. I don't think that it's so strong that it's going to be problematic, but I definitely think that the whole problem was that people didn't want to pick Reno because by the time you go to use your hero power, you die that turn. And it's like, this sucks. I don't want to do that anymore. 100% agree with that. Yeah. Speaking of dying anymore, um, the Lich King got a buff. 
uh, hello, the, again, Blizzard, why are you making things free? <laughs> like, stop it. Uh, and this is one that you can you can use as many times as you want. The Lich King's hero power is now zero, which means right out the gate, you can always win the first round. Yeah. <laughs> and... I think Dr. Fish helped me out earlier when we were talking about it when we were getting ready for the episode. But yeah, I had somebody that just like wrecked me last night as Lich King and they had, uh, uh, what was it? <laughs> selfless hero. I was like, go Uh, they had a selfless hero and yeah, they had it just right at the front of, of their comp and gave it reborn. So it died, gave something Divine Shield, and then it was reborn. And then it got to attack again because it was at the front, and then it died and gave something else Divine Shield. I was like, oh, okay, well, hmm. And that was on, like, maybe turn two or three. So, yeah, it was pretty early still. I was like, wow, all right. It's like, that's a thing. <laughs> I just got wrecked. <laughs> Yeah, as much as Reno's hero power going to zero, it's like, it might be dangerous. This is actually, this is actually a change that makes Lich King one of the best heroes. Because reborn every turn, and you get to pick the minion that gets reborn, is very, very good. I thought that Lich Lich King with a one-mana hero power, I thought for the longest time it would still end up being somewhat playable. Just because reborn's a good thing, but I guess, I mean, now it's you don't even miss a tempo beat playing playing the hero power. So it's like you use it every single turn, and the stats reflect it. He's a tier one hero now, with almost almost the best, just below Eudora by a little bit in placements. But yeah, Lich King's really good. You know. The idea of a fast start in Battlegrounds is that big challenge. I remember when the game first came out and it was like, well, sorry, when Battlegrounds first came out. I don't remember when Hearthstone first came out because I didn't play. Um, But when Battlegrounds first came out, it was like, turn one, grab a minion. If it's a token, definitely grab the token. Turn two, you always level up. There's like never a question when you don't level up. You always level up. Turn three, try to find something that'll allow you to level up faster and like keep going down that that road. And then we hit like this patch where like people were no longer saying you always level up. It was like with Eudora, you might you might skip your first turn or it's like grab a token, sell the token and use your hero power because getting that golden minion a turn early meant that much to the game. And getting that fast start above everyone else. That's where AFK, when AFK gave you a three-star minion and a four-star minion, like that's what made it so strong was now you have an advantage over everyone else and you can ride that advantage to first place. They've been doing so much to get rid of that head start mentality. And I feel like this just undid all of that and was like, nope, with this hero, you want to start off fast 
You want to get ahead of everybody. With with the Reno change, you want to gold fast. You want to get ahead of everyone. Like They're pushing that fast start mentality again. And now I'm kind of upset that they didn't, that they nerfed Yodora. Because I feel like if they're going, they need to choose. They need to choose either we want fast starts for almost every hero or we want it to be kind of that slow, methodical grind. And I mean, Fish, you played League of Legends earlier. Like, you remember there was there are like certain heroes in League of Legends that are like late game, super late game. Like, yep. I can take L's throughout the entire game. Once I hit level six, it's game time. Like that. Yeah. That was how you played that hero. It was just like I just survived to six because at six yeah. I know I'm gonna win. And everyone else's strategy was to kill, like to end the game before it got to that. And I feel yeah. like. I feel like Blizzard is stepping on their own toes with this of like, let's, how do we make it so that this hero can be hyper aggressive, but this one can't be? It's like, no, the game doesn't play like that. It's not like League of Legends. It's basically when one hero starts off stronger than every other hero, they just win. Yeah. And it just happens the way you can pick utter crap and still win because you have a numbers advantage over your opponents. So the last hero that we had, and this one, I love that this one, they don't even like give you an, like an artwork for it in the notes. It's just like this little footnote here. That's like, Hey, you remember (laughs) Galakron? He's a hero. He's kind of bad, but now he, the minion freezes, uh, once it's been added to Bob's tavern, which means you don't necessarily have to freeze your board every time, (laughs) which, yeah. I think that that's, that's interesting. I think that it plays into when you level up compared to before. Like, I think it, it offers a little bit of, like, challenge to it. I still think the hero's bad. I'm still not going to play it, but I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, well, it wasn't that important to Blizzard to mention it. So they just kind of put it in small letters at the bottom of the, of the the post. So, okay, why not? Yeah, it was, it was almost one of those things, like if you didn't look closely enough, you missed it. <laughs> like it, it did kind of just feel tacked onto the end. So a little sad. Yeah. I'm not sure how much it's really going to make a difference, but guess it's a thing now. How much does that hero power cost? One. one. Is, oh, nah, see, that tells you how long I've, it's been since I've played him. I was like, they need to make it free. Why not? It was just make actually, just make all of them free. I actually, <laughs> I actually think that would make Galakrond playable if they did that. He's, I agree, not very playable. <laughs> um, In a world where every hero has a free hero power. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of free ones already on top of passives, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> It'd be funny. I mean, it's just a, it's supposed to just be a quality of life change where, okay, you don't have to freeze your whole board. You still got the minion. I guess you can buy it if you want, but there's already a hero that does something just like that. And I know Jay mentioned this, I don't know, almost a month ago by now. That's Toki. Toki pretty much does the same thing. You get a new board and one minion one minion costs 
one minion is tavern tier higher. It's played more. She's actually got a better win rate than I. Ex she's actually got a better rate than I expected it. Creeping up al the, almost to tier uh, two. The only thing with Galakron that I think gives it a slight advantage over Toki is that it can stack. So you can oh, take your tier one minion. You're right. Like, if you're like, eh, I don't really like any of these options. So you just burn one. And then, like, the next turn, you can just pick something else and burn it. But the problem is that prevents you from re-rolling your board. So there, I think there are, yeah, there are too many, too many problems with playing Galakron. Like the thing about Toki that's nice is like for the same amount of gold that it costs to re-roll your board, I can re-roll the board and then one card will be slightly better than all the other cards. And it, it costs me nothing other than what it would cost to normally re-roll my board. For Nas Dormu, it's like, for nothing, I get to re-roll my board for free. Like, that's awesome. Like, oh, yeah. I saved myself a gold coin. Galakron, it's like, well, you get this power, but if you really want to take advantage of it, then you can't re-roll your board anymore. And then, like, if you pick it, then you got to wait until you got a good turn with something high enough that you can kind of re-roll it again, and it pays off well. And it's like, I'm already trying to think about how I'm going to set up my board and play the game. I don't want to have to make all those decisions as well just on how to use my hero power effectively. Like, I think that's where, like, to me, the best hero powers are the ones where, like, it might as well be passive because you know I'm going to use it every turn. Okay, random. Talking about using your hero power every turn. I just, I finally found the patch notes from when Yodora came out. Sorry, I know I'm I'm jumping back to what we were talking about earlier, but Eudora started at four digs. Yeah, that's what so I they thought. Just, they just made it worse. Yeah, they like, just made it worse. They didn't even revert. I I because I also remembered that. I was like, was it maybe like, is that maybe like someone found a test version of Eudora? Like, yeah, because I I swore it was five, but now I found the patch Mandela notes effect. from because Hook Tusk came six, out with eight. Eudora. Yeah, they were the broken ones out of the group. But what was it wasn't Eudora terrible that? at first? Everyone was like, "Eudora is terrible." Was it that Hook Tusk? Hook Tusk got nerfed, yeah. and then Eudora was like, "Yeah, yes. yeah." Was it okay? We'll we'll toss this in with the Berenstein Bears and <laughs> all of those oh, other things that there. we know are true that the world tends to lie to us about. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm like you. I could have sworn that Eudora was five digs. I I, I, I would have. So I didn't know what patch it would have been changed then. I guess I thought maybe they like they didn't put it in the hook tusk patch then. Like that was the case, but so to all you know. people that were writing the email saying, "Oh, Eudora was always four digs, and now it's five. Yeah, see now you can hit delete. <laughs> yeah, you don't need your hate mail. Don't need the hate mail. No, no. Well, actually, like you can, you can let your glasses fall back down your nose, and let's talk about some other minions here. Uh, Rabbit Sorolisk, two star, three two, now a two star, four two. Eh, <laughs> like just, just eh. The change itself is whatever. I, I think that there's going to be a thing at the end that's just like. 
all of these changes combined make for some niceness. But I think in general, this this little bitty change is like oh, a little bit more attack. Okay, that's fine, I guess. I think that's just like statistics. They're like, let's simulate a bunch of games at three attack and let's simulate a bunch of games at four attack. Was there a slight increase? Yeah. Okay, let's just do it. Yeah, this one feels kind of weird. It's like, all right, I don't know. It's you, you kind of mentioned it earlier, but it's kind of just a bunch of changes for beasts, it feels like, mostly. Like, there's a ton of changes here for beasts, so. Leave no beasts untouched. I guess not, yep. yeah, you know. Heroes <laughs> all, all to zero and beasts, slight changes. <laughs> the blizzard petting zoo patch. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't see any difference with Sorrowless. I I tried doing some early game Sorrowless stuff, and it just felt as bad as Sorrowless did before. So I don't know. Maybe I was doing something wrong. It just didn't feel quite as good. Well, and and Don, you said that like this was kind of a beast heavy patch. The thing about Sorrowless is Sorrowless isn't really a beast focused <laughs> minion. <laughs> so, like, I know. <laughs> It's like yeah, it's beast, but I mean, yeah. so what? Like, I mean, no one in their beast comp is rocking a Sorlis just because. It's like, no, yeah. you don't, you don't get beast for that. Like, it, I think this makes mechs stronger, if anything. <laughs> like, so the next, the next minion uh, they got. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think. I mean, obviously, it's a beast, and really, the only synergy it has to beast is how Master can taunt it. So yeah, that's all. <laughs> But I mean, all right, I'm going to skip the next one and jump into Houndmaster. So Houndmaster went from three to two, uh, and nothing changed other than that. Did it? That that just means you get them in the same turn, which... Did Houndmaster really go to two? Yeah. Or not Houndmaster, I'm sorry. Pack Leader. Pack Leader went to two. And yeah, that's you, just I like, wouldn't even want that with Sorrowless. I mean, it can turn your... Seven or your four two into a seven, seven. two. That's, That's pretty good. Nice. That's kind of nice. You're right. But I mean, at the same time, it's also kind of like that, that health stat. Like, yeah, you're gonna nuke something, but it, it's you're not going after cannons anymore because those are gone. Like, what are what are <laughs> yeah. you really trying to take out that early in the game? That's that big of a problem that you need a seven attack minion. Like, there, there's nothing. <laughs> Like this serves no purpose. Other like it serves zero purpose. They literally did this to be like, we hit all the beasts. Like every yeah. beast got a buff. <laughs> Except for Rat Pack. Rat Pack did not get a buff. Rat Pack got a nerf. Um much needed. Same same card. Now it's Tavern Tier 3 instead of Tavern Tier 2. Eh. I don't like this nerf because of their pack leader buff. Because now you're almost guaranteeing that you're going to have a buffed rat pack because pack leader shows up first. And I mean, while yes, I'm all about them beasts getting, getting stronger. I think this is, this is like forcing the hand. It's like, okay, no, you will have a lot of minions that get spawned from this. Like, don't even question it. Um, to, to me, I think part of I don't know what I what I'm kind of seeing here. They removed cannon, 
And now one of these big token generator things is moving back to three. So I I think that's also to kind of alleviate some of the more early game issues. Um, where like, if you remove cannon and then somebody kind of goes wide with tokens, I mean, there's already been a lot of discussion in our Discord, uh, especially. And I, I can't remember if we talked about that or not, but, you know, people kind of saying how any token generated at all, whether it's the little one, one or anything like if it, if it comes off of a death rattle, they think it should be considered a token um, instead of like some of the minions that say, you know, death rattle, summon a three star minion. And then that counts towards the damage you do. I, I feel like this change is also just trying to help alleviate some of the token stuff that's going on and like dealing a ton of damage to people early. I mean, when you spawn seven rats, that that kind of, it's like, I would hear that, but then I also see five, two rat packs by default now. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's one extra star, but you're talking about the difference between like at tavern tier three, if you have a, you know, five tokens available, that's eight damage compared to just having like six damage or five damage if it's the only one that's still up. So to me, like I would much rather have a single like two or three star minion than to have five one star minions left on the board because of that. And that's happened to me so many times now where I'm getting smacked for so much damage early on because of rat pack and pack leader being flipped. Whereas before, like, yeah, that was the goal. You wanted to get a pack leader and you wanted to get a rat pack and then you got a stronger one, but it wasn't guaranteed. And I think that's where this change, I think that was the purpose of this change is now to make that engagement a guaranteed thing every time. It's like, you don't get the rat pack unless you already have the pack leader. Like that's, you're just, you're not going to do that unless you have like Sarlisk. And then in that case, you're probably going to just get the, the rat pack and sell it so you can get a better death rattle minion. Yeah. And we're going to see, I, I think what blizzard did, cause it's also plays in with minions a little bit down the list here. I think they were just trying to re I think they were reordering the, the in which reordering the way the interactions go within beasts, I think. And whether, whether it's for good or for not as whether it's too good or whether it's fine um, is yet to be seen. And I agree, like getting hit, getting an automatic 5-2 rat pack is really strong at tier 3. But also, I mean, tier 3 also is where Soul Juggler sits. So like someone's running a Demon Cop and pulls Soul Juggler, they, they can deal pretty well with a token board. I think I might be wrong. That is true. I didn't think about that. That now you have... I guess more balance at Tavern Tier 3 in terms of like a Soul Juggler comp versus this token beast comp and then no Murlocs. Well, I mean, people are still going Murlocs. I guess they haven't gotten yeah. the news. It's kind of I, interesting. Literally, the only reason I pick Murlocs is for the early token. <laughs> so it's nice to get that nice early token. Well, but... they also, uh, a few patches ago, they buffed... Um, what was it? Felfin Navigator? They, they made buffed that Navigator. Tavern tier, 3. tavern tier 3, yeah. 
Yeah, so I mean, I guess that that does help to kind of bring balance. I wonder. I'm trying to think of what mechs have at Tavern Tier Three. Deflectobot. Bot, they That's also have Kaboom the bots as well. Kaboom bot, I thought. I guess it, it's two, right? That's from two, so yeah, three is Deflecto. Have, yeah. yeah, but you have Kaboom bot and then Monstrous Macaw. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I guess yeah, if you are going a single Damn. comp, it does feel a little bit more balanced like this. Anything I would say though is Menagerie is still the best. So it is. It's yes, like, it is. Why fight I with agree. one of those options when you can have all of them? Yep. Well, let's actually talk about Macaw. So that's the next one on here. Macaw's sure. attack also went up from three to four. Again, I don't know why. And the health went up too. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. Three, two no, to four, did. three. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm still kind of like, eh. I, think, I don't I don't need, I just need my death rattles to pop. I don't necessarily need this to stay alive. Yeah. I actually don't want this to stay alive because no, usually I don't causes like problems that. with death rattles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think keeping it at 3-2 was a fine, like, yeah, I don't know why they made this change. I mean, maybe it's the same thing with Sorrowless where 4 attack tends to be able to take something out better than 3 attack. Um, but yeah, again, don't really know why. I want my Macaw to die once it hits. I think it's going to make people change how they use it, like what comps are using it in. Yep. Uh, if it has, I mean, the one health it might not really uh, get you an additional attack, but if it gets you additional attacks with it, then you're triggering some death rattles more than once. And I think it's really, it's just, it's going to be... Focusing more on, I mean, maybe the Goldrin, but we're going to, I don't know, if people get to Goldrin, I guess, they can still use it for that. Um, you're you're going to want to use it for death rattles that aren't putting more bodies on the board, I think, is if you're getting multiple attacks off of it. I mean, this one is kind of straightforward. Um it doesn't change how McCall works. There were really no minion interactions that changed. So it, it is just kind of like a, Hey, maybe, maybe what they noticed was cause didn't tend to kill the thing that they hit. And then you didn't really feel like you were getting any kind of advantage, especially if you know, you're triggering, if a token gets triggered, then it's like, well, that was uneventful. And then you're just kind of like, well, great. You know, I guess the, like it feels bad, like a quality of life update, which I guess that makes sense. Speaking of quality of life, um, remember Mur- Murlocs? Those were a thing. Um, they're trying to keep it as a thing, I guess. Primal Fin Lookout has been dropped from Tavern Tier 5 to Tavern Tier 4. And I mean, again, I feel like this is just a hey. Some people like playing Murlocs, even when they're not OP, so let's give them something. Um, you're going to see more Toxfins because of this, which kind of sucks, but okay, I guess. I guess. Yeah, so the biggest thing I'm seeing here is, okay, so they brought it from Tier 5 back to Tier 4, but it says now only discovers minions from your current tavern tier or below. Oh, it's always done that. 
No. No, it was just Discover it was just and Murloc. It, it was yeah, just it tier was, five. Yeah, but I mean, like, discovering a Murloc, you could discover any Murloc, right? I could have sworn that yeah. I only got off. I mean, I guess because it was at Tavern Tier 5, kind of had all of the Murlocs available to you because there are no Murlocs at Tavern Tier 6 other than a Malgadon, which... I think well, they wanted to. I think they want to prevent early amalgadons with that. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it was. Was like at Tavern Tier Five, if you get an amalgadon, it's kind of like good luck. At Tavern Tier Four, if you get an amalgadon, you're like, oh crap, I'm about to win. <laughs> so, I, I get that. I can see that. Yeah, I still think that it's just gonna have too many toxins out. I mean, that's the thing I'm seeing is like, like man. Primal Fin, or, well, yeah, Megasaur got, 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 and then all of a sudden, like, why do all these Murlocs have poison still? Like, what what happened here? Right. And then you're I, like, oh. I think Begurgle is uh, the big one I was thinking of. If you can't discover, discover Begurgle off of it, I mean, I guess that would be when you're at Tier 4, if you find, you know, if you find this Primal Fin later, after you've already upgraded to 5, then sure. But, I, I still feel like it's a tier five minion. They just put it. They just put it in tier four, because I don't even know if I. I mean, I'd probably rather have Begurgle at this point just to get bigger Murlocs. Granted, Poison is really good, but I feel like I would get it. I would want to hold it. I would want to tear up, and then I would want to play it to get a Begurgle potentially. Like a, a missed opportunity minion, though. That's, That's- true. That's, That's true. Off You're right. Turn. If you uh, have a full bo- if you have a full board at that point, then maybe yeah. you can hold it. But if you don't, then yeah, you obviously play it. And toxins are good, even though it's a one-two body. I mean, poison's just insane. It can, you know, I, I had a games where my opponent had like a gold grubber that had over a hundred health and a hundred attack, and it would hit a poison and die, or it get sniped when it didn't have taunt and it would just die. So, poison good. I want to see Primal Fin look out at three, personally. Because I think that's that's the win condition now for Murlocs, is like, golden Murlocs buffing something else, getting buffed themselves, like, you want want that token kind of feeling with Murlocs, and I think that's why Megasaur felt kind of bad, was that, like, every Murloc buffs it buffs like it's either your board or another murloc there is no just like straight up two three murloc like that does nothing else like so for me like the ability to say you have a murloc take a murloc to me that plays into the the strategy of murlocs better but also because you have that stipulation of you can only get murlocs from your tavern tier below that's going to encourage you to get golden minions faster which will help with like a gold grub, which will help with just getting those golden cards in general and then leveling up to get the higher reward um, minions off of them. To me, I feel like having Primal Fin at four, yeah, it's better, but it it, it still makes Murlocs feel a little slow compared to all of the other tribes out there still. Yeah, Murlocs feel 
I mean, I don't play. I never really go for mech comps, but Murlocs might just only be better than mechs, and maybe not even better. I don't. I don't know. I haven't. Those are the only two uh, tribes I haven't built a comp of since the nerf. Everything else felt pretty okay that I put that I built over in my games. All right, we got a cut. Uh, wow, we got three more minutes. Forgot how big this patch was. Nat Pagel. Uh, okay, okay, Nat. So, minions are generated from your tavern tier or below now, and it's not an overkill. It's just when this minion attacks and kills a another minion, and instead of summoning a treasure chest, you just add a random minion to your hand. This is so bad. This is this is just like I don't know. I, okay, I'm gonna hold my I'm gonna hold my reservations. I want to hear everyone else's opinion because I feel like this is bad. You feel like it's bad? Is that what you said? Yes, I feel like it's trash. <laughs> uh, yeah i I didn't like it very much as overkill either. Honestly, <laughs> so. Uh, unless you like really buffed this up and then got stuff, but then you'd also have to leave room on your board. I don't know. It's it had its high moments, but I think it's just a pirate that you want to play and keep for like to use as buffing your other pirates, uh, like by playing it or you're buying it to get an effect for something else. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's probably fine to have on the board for a little while, but you're not going to... It's not something you want to build your comp around. Just like a supplement if you don't have anything else. Um, so... Throughout the discussions that I've been in in the Discord, I think Nat Pagel was the one card that seemed to, like, really... Tr- really like cause people to be like this card has to go like we want this card straight up gone from the pool it is like it's like they want it it's the obviously it's the randomness of the treasure chest you know you get treasure chest you get the chance to get a random boat get a random golden boat or you can get a golden Zerus. but i mean i i don't know i never really liked nat pagel that much i mean there was moments where it came in really clutch but for as many moments as it did that, it died without me even spawning a treasure chest. Like, so, and it just spawning a random minion just makes it so much worse. I think it's, I I think maybe if they, even because it's a pirate card, like what if it just generated a random pirate instead That's of a random thinking. minion? That'd be better. That'd be better because it plays with the synergies. Like you play that, you get a random... I don't know, you get like a random righteous protector. It's kind of use it's kind of not great. My my suggestion to fix it was exactly that. This attack and attacks and kills a minion, summon a, or add a random pirate to your pool um, mm-hmm. or to your hand. And I think the reason that works is if you have kind of a trash pirate just kind of sitting there because it's going to get a buff of something or it's going to proc like Salty looter, or 
Well, it's going to buff Salty Looter, but it's also going to buff the one that gives plus two plus two when a pirate attacks. Oh, Rich Snarl Captain? Yeah, there you okay. go. Okay, okay. Um, so, like, if you have something like that on the board, you're just, you just want a pirate. Like, you don't really care what the pirate is. Like, like I said, you can use it to buff your Salty Looter a little bit. You have, um... Why am I blanking on names right now? Every every um, the sixth tier. That... Oh, Dread Admiral Eliza. Yes. Um, if you have Eliza, then you can like continue to buff your board, and you just know that like you can continue buff. It's almost like um, I'm gonna just keep asking fish, fish, uh, dragon, tavern tier six, Caligos. Uh, Caligos, Cal- yeah. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like with Caligos, like it's. Not necessarily on your board because it's super strong. It's on your no. board because it makes everything else super strong. Yeah. But I think just giving it a random minion just does nothing. Like nope. it it just it makes the card being from being like questionably bad to absolutely bad and should never be picked. In fact, yeah. if you pick it and I see you pick it, I'm going to cast judgment. Like <laughs> just just expect judgment cast. When it's golden, right. do you I get won't pick two it on stream. Minions? You get two random minions if it's golden. Oh, I've, I maybe that, that's that's like I mean even the, the I, I imagine bad. that has it's to not... be it, right? Let me look at this. I mean, uh, no, they could just give it a buff and be like, you still just get the one at Pagel. I mean, before you before it used to do nothing, it used to be the same thing. Yeah, it's two random minions. Yeah, it's also it's a 1610. Oh. Yes. Yeah. A 1610. <laughs> okay. That's not bad. But I mean, also at Tavern Tier 5 and Tavern Tier 6, a 1610 doesn't really matter. No. Like, you're not really. Again, I always tell people this. Like, until you're talking about health in like the hundreds, like, your attack and health don't really matter. At Tavern Tier Six, what matters is kind of the effect. But I mean, I don't know. I don't like it. I still don't like it. I still think the card's trash. I will. I will still cast Judgment if I see. That said, if you see me play it, you can call me out on my my BS. Big old thumbs up. I think it could be good for one. T- I feel like it could be good if you need a card for one turn. Like <laughs> it's a. It's like. It might have a little window where you play it. It gets one minion, and you you know you sell it the next turn or whatever. You're like, I got a bad board. Maybe now, maybe now, find me something. I don't know. If they ever brought questing adventurer into battlegrounds, no. then this please card no. would be good. <laughs> please then, no. The card is trash. Oh god. So I I think Jay, what you're asking is for for people to look out for you. You need you need a mama bear looking out for you. Yeah. Mama bear. Mama bear. So good. What have they done to you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to be so high on I, Mama bear. Now it, it's going from a tavern tier six to a tavern tier five. Um, it's also going from a five five to a four four. And whenever you summon a beast, give it plus four plus four. No longer plus five plus five. 
It was like they realized that they made Beast really strong, and they were like, "All right, we gotta, we gotta like roll back something." I don't, I don't know. I think, I think this is this is just quality of life. It's fine. It's. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hesitant to like say this now after being wrong with Eudora, but like. Wasn't, weren't a lot of these cards kind of already this way? Like, these ones specifically. Wasn't Mama Bear, like, already kind of in this spot, and then they changed her back? Now they're changing her back again? I think she was Tavern Tier 6, but then... It's like, I I feel like they're just flopping back and forth between the same things. I don't know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, no, how you balance it, but oh, absolutely. It's just it feels weird. I don't know why. Like maybe I'm just totally off, but I feel like half of the cards they changed, or half the a few of the cards and some of the heroes, it feels like they're just flopping them back and forth to me. <laughs> I think the thing that they've come to realize is that death rattles are very, very strong, and that's why they move. I'm just, we need to just do these two together because it's really what they did. They just swapped places. Goldrin is still at tier six. It used to be at tier five. Now it's at tier six. And now it is give your beast plus five plus five on the death rattle. So it's like at the end of the day, I think more people are using death rattle beasts than like mama bear token beasts. And now it's like you don't. It's not that token beasts aren't good. It's just token beasts are never enough. So Mama Bear fits better more mid-game, more like closer to the end of mid-game. The only problem that I have with this is unless it's golden, it's not going to matter. Like, you're going to get rid of this. You're going to sell Mama Bear, especially for something like a Baron Rivendare and a Goldrin. Yeah, I agree as well with that. Um, again, I think it's the same thing where they just wanted to rearrange the order in which the interactions went. But I don't think that this one... I don't think that either of them are better. I think I, I know they kind of roll reversal that we're now Goldrin being at tier 6. They needed to buff it. Because otherwise, if he just gets plus 4, plus 4 at tier 6, that's not... They probably didn't see that as substantial enough. And in Mama Bear, they probably were like, oh, giving plus five, plus five when played. I don't know. I think you're right. I think Death Rattles are much more stronger than the... Than, like, I think the, the Death Rattles are much more stronger than the Pack Leaders and the Mama Bears. And I was... Even if I was playing Beasts, I wasn't looking for Mama Bear at Tier 6. So... There was a time where I was, but I just don't think it's... Really, like, if you're going to do that, you're looking for big beasts, you're looking for uh, cave hydras, you're looking for, um, yeah, cave hydras and, like, a goldron to buff that. Kind of it. (laughs) Yeah, like cave cave hydras and amalgadons, you're right. I mean, back then, you didn't have amalgadons, so yeah, you were just looking for hydra and goldron, but... I don't know, I like like the beast changes. I, I... I think they're strong. 
I still don't think I don't even know if beasts are the absolute best, but they're definitely in that contention with demons and dragons, in my opinion, and pirates, of course. I like pirates a lot still. I think this is the most balanced that it's been a long time. Uh, glad they addressed the Murloc problem. I think more than anything, you know, we talked about this a little bit at the beginning of this. Um, oh, by the way, I forgot. Lady Vosh got removed from Battlegrounds as well. <laughs> no no one was playing her, so no one cared. Um, yeah. They didn't even... <laughs> They just kind of made it a footnote. They're like, "Oh yeah, we got rid of Lady Bosch too. Sorry." Um, but yeah, that was I, that. Yeah, that that was literally the first the first note. Lady Vosh has been removed from the Battlegrounds yeah. hero pool, and nobody and you could have put literally in parentheses, and nobody cared, and it would be fine. Um, it's very unfortunate because I like the concept of Lady Vosh. I did they, too. I, yeah, I just I just don't think right now is just not the time for it. Maybe nope. maybe in a future they'll bring it back. Now they can only get rid of Mugla because Mugla is so trash. But... I mean, all the new heroes are, all the new heroes are pretty bad. That disappointed me, or because they brought back what they brought back Mugla. They made Tess. Tess is Tess is not good, and Murlocs being gone is makes that even worse. <laughs> Tess Tess is like. <laughs> Tess is like just a jealousy issue. You're like, one's doing better than me. I take their minion. And the problem is, again, that's you playing by their game. But yeah, all of this was okay. I think buff slash nerf was like. You look at the whole scene. Are in a much well, sorry. Big beasts are in a much better spot. Token beasts, I think, are still good mid game, but you're gonna want to trim them. And at the end of the day, Rat Pack isn't is like less effective after seven. You're not gonna be able to fill your board up beyond that, and everything else just kind of helps. Still, but then. If I do think that everything is a little bit more balanced, but at the end of the day, like, I don't think that any any change overall was kind of like, what are you doing? Except for Lich King. Took a, a bottom yeah. tier hero. And made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to but yeah, closing thoughts, everyone. Let's 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 go around this and just final thoughts with uh, the patch. Um, yeah, it it's one of those patches, and I think we've had some in standard where individually they look weird, but together it makes a big difference. And overall, I like the changes. And yeah, I I agree. I think it's made it uh, a bit more balanced overall. So yeah, I I like it. What about you? This makes me want to play Battlegrounds again. Um, I and I've been grinding standard for the last months and playing a little bit of Battlegrounds here and there. But this, like, I sat down for the last couple of days when I wasn't doing tournament prep for stuff, and I had a blast. 
playing it, and you, and you just kind of, like, it just, it's fun, whether I'm getting second place or whether I'm getting eighth place. Like, I don't know, it just feels better to play Battlegrounds than it did before, because of the Murlocs change. All in all, I think that said I kind of said it before. This is this is fine. You know, I, I people people don't realize that I don't necessarily play Battlegrounds until after I've had this conversation because Don's better at this game than I am. So it's like I get all of her opinions and then use that to to win a lot down the road. So it has been interesting playing without kind of that insight and it did take me a while to digest this entire patch as it is. So that being said, Blizzard, I I would almost prefer smaller adjustments like micro adjustments throughout time and not like these big swaths of like we changed every every minion that has the beast tag. Like can can we just like maybe we adjust one minion or another minion and then we let it play out for a week and then we we do another minion and like you know, little things, fine tuning, but I, I understand it. I, I totally get it. That that's a whole like deployment thing. That's ultimately we're. I'm just happy that they're continuing to update the game, and they don't plan on stopping anytime soon. All right, so that's gonna wrap this up. This has been a great conversation. It's been a lot to cover. Some things mattered. Some things mattered less. No one missed Lady Bosch. I I legitimately, for those who don't know, we plan out like how we're going to cover this. And I just kind of go through the notes and I missed the whole point of Lady Bosch being gone. And no one brought it up and we just kept going. So when I literally mean they removed Lady Bosch and nobody noticed, like that's exactly what happened. So um, if you have some opinions about... Uh, our thoughts, our coverage, let us know. You can email podcast at bobstavern.pub. You can also join our free Discord server. Again, they're in there talking about this stuff every single day. Uh, a lot of the insight that we get, we get from the people in the community. So uh, big ups to them. Dr. Fish, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. And also thank you for being a patron. And uh, I know that Right now, making decisions like that are not the easiest to do, but I'm glad that we continue to bring some kind of value that you want to support us. So thank you very much for that. Let everybody know how they can get in touch with you or how they can check out what you're doing. Okay, so to check out what I'm doing, I stream on Twitch um, some time amount of the week. I don't have an actual schedule, but I do stream. When I do stream, it's pretty consistent time period. Uh, twitch.tv slash drfish d-o-c-t-o-r-f-e-e-s-h it is fish it's not fresh <laughs> a lot of people get that wrong but that's okay um, I do have a twitter as well it's the same as twitch it's drfish um, if you want to contact me there if you want to uh, talk battlegrounds talk standard I'm down um, and yeah Thank you for all the content you guys put out. It's a pleasure to support you. Don, you got more podcasts than I do these days. So uh, if people want to hear your thoughts on stuff, where can they go to find all that? 
Yeah, absolutely. So other than here, you can now find me on the Dr. 3 uh, Hearthstone podcast. So that's uh, Dr. spelt out and then the number 3. Uh, so that's, I think, usually is going to be coming out on like Wednesday nights or early Thursdays, if anybody's interested in hearing that. And other than that, you can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK, that's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K, and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DK. And of course, if you want to hear from me, KJ Miller, K-J-Y Miller, I'm everywhere at there. So, yeah. And then, of course, you can keep up with Bob's Tavern Cast at Bob's Tavern HS on Twitter. And, of course, our super awesome URL, Bob's Tavern dot pub so by all means i think this was a good patch a good patch review i can't wait for the next one but for dr fish for donnie dk aka dragon regular dk aka i do too many podcasts dk uh i've been one of your hosts your bartender jay i've been your bartender don i've been your guest bartender dr fish so grab your glass, finish your drinks, set them down. Tavern's closed, everybody. Get out. Welcome back, Casino. Now, nobody this time. Please leave your weapons outside, Barkai. You know the rules. Welcome, Kriziki. Your dark corner is ready for brooding. to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads. You are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.